Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. Oh, Shelley, what a day of it you've had, eh? It's been I mean, intense, I was with her it? for part of the day and I thought, oh my goodness. It's it's been a lot, hey? Eh? How are you feeling now? It's it's just one of those days. Well, I was saying to Pastor, well, just just to, you know, give context, and we were rehearsing because we've got a show in Leicester at the weekend. And I had my uh, both children at the house um because the eldest had an ear infection. And they just weren't playing ball. It was just my eldest was either coming in and sort of tearing down the place, just being an absolute wrecking ball or demanding something. It was just really, really stressful. And plus I had a really big audition sort of at the same time the rehearsal was going on. I just, I just, you know, I was just up and down, wasn't I? But you got through it. She was like a dinner lady, in and out, just sliding doors, literally sliding doors. Yeah, because doors, you've got to feed them. They want snacks. snacks. They want lunch. Hot <laughs> snacks, cold snacks, so many different, a variety of snacks. There's so many snacks on the go. I said to the director, because oh. we're actually rehearsing mine tomorrow, I said, don't expect this, Damani. It's not going to happen. So well, thankfully, to get the turn, crisp. he's doing, because he does, he does the 80-20 diet, has be, has done so for years now. Very 80, successful. 80 20. That means nothing to uh, me. The, the five two, the sort of five two. Sorry, eighty twenty, eighty percent, twenty percent. No, the five two. So five Again. days, five uh, days he feasts, two days he fasts. So he said to me, the director, as he left mine, he goes, "Thank God, tomorrow's a fasting day. Thank God for us all." Because yeah, thank God, yeah, thank God for us all. We're we're, we're at yours, but I'm not fasting tomorrow. FYI. No, okay, don't worry. I'll, I'll I'll pop to the corner shop before you get here. The main thing is, you're still standing. You sound alright. You're looking good. And that's the main thing. Genuinely, she's not in her um, she's not in her one her bear costume this evening. Are you? I'm not. Am I? No, I'm given what time. I've been through. I think but I would have had an absolute breakdown. Absolute treat to the eyes. It's warmer though, isn't it? Isn't it temperate? Oh, it's mild, balmy. Absolutely, it's balmy. positively balmy. I would go as far as saying tropical. Balmy. I mean, Jan is over. It's been a goodness. balmy day in two two senses of the word. <laughs> That's quite right. Now, I'm absolutely relieved that January is over. It's a very long, cold and lonely month. Um, we're into Feb. <coughs> I'm sorry, this has got a really dry, nasty cough. Does anyone um, test for COVID anymore? Is that a thing? No. Do you? I mean, no, no I do. I, I think haven't. we do test if there's one knocking around. We do sometimes test if... Um... It depends. I suppose it depends where we're going, but... Why? Listen. Do you think you've got COVID? No, it's just the whole, you know, the whole house has got a dry, repetitive cough. But that's fine. Fun things to do in February that are free. Go on. There is so much going on. I'm just going to race through this list if you've got your kids, because I know it's half term. We don't have children in school yet, but, you know, still need to entertain them, don't we? But this is lots of fun, free things to do in Feb. One second. Do you, does yours have half term? No, I said we oh, don't my, have kids mine in school. Mine does. Oh, oh, because you're in, you're, you follow the school term. That's yeah, right. Oh, so this now. is good for you then. Thank you. The Science um, Museum. Uh, I'll just mention a couple of their events. They've got quite a lot on, actually. The Pattern Pod, a multi-sensory gallery for the under-8s. And the Garden, an interactive space for the three to sixes. There's loads of other stuff as well. South Bank Centre, the Imagine Children Festival runs from the 8th to the 18th. That's right. Has over 100 events. Mm, I know about that one. Many of which are free. The Museum of Home in Hoxton. This is a random one. Yeah. On the 14th of Feb, they've got a drop-in clay workshop inspired by Vietnamese culture, appropriate for all the family. Just get tucked into clay work. Love that. You can just rock up, can you? Yeah, it's drop-in from um, sort of for the best part of the day. Look it up. Um, Tate Modern, you've got the Uniqlo Tate play. Almost went the other day, but my son got ill. Um, and the Barbican has the their squish 
I can't read my writing, squish splash or squish splosh for the under fives. So that's lots of lots of things to well be guessing done, on. Shirley. That's All really free. good. I've actually t- taken some notes in Pigeon. That sounds like fun. We should go. We should do a double date. Let's do it. Now, my son this week, we've I've also been spending quite a lot of time with my son. He's <coughs> ill. He was off one day, but that was fine. High temp, runny nose, you know. We spent the beginning of the week, we went to Harrods on Sunday. First Love time it. ever. And he walked in. And he said, Mummy, this is lovely. And I said, isn't it? He went, oh, this is really nice. Look at all that makeup. I said, yes, look at all that makeup. Now, the reason why we're in, in Harrods, his gold shoes. I know. One, the reason why we're in Harrods is because he was gifted a pair of trainers um, from my father. And I had to take them back because they were too small. And so he ended up he ended up buying a lovely pair of gold Vija trainers that were 95 quid. 95 just... quid for a pair of kids' trainers. I know the thing is, I get it for the for the uber rich, for the pop stars, for the um, footballers. Of course, you need you need some proper proper swag, but for the ordinary Joe blogs, however, spending that on you a pair say of that, but he has been polishing them with a wet wipe for the last three days, having not worn them, and they're in their box, and he puts them in their box correctly. His heart will break tail. when he his heart will break when he grows out of them. I remember, I remember these pair of pink Velcro. Um, trainers I had I loved them treated them like that I'm sure they weren't 95 nine fifty back in the, the 90s nine pound fifty yeah, I was living in Bahrain in the Gulf they would have been even cheaper tax-free and I I have still not really got over it I wept and wept and they just didn't have them in the size up once I'd grown out of them so his heart will break it will break but I love the fact that he's just choosing sort of you know blocks of gold at the age of four because where do I go from here however Having said that, this week, not only did he enjoy the you know, food hall in that Harrods, the lobster brioche he wanted. We There's no finer food hall than Harrods. Oh, my gosh. Opinion. It really is amazing. I have to say, mm. it really is amazing. But um, I, we didn't go for the lobster brioche. We, went, we shared a chicken Caesar wrap, which was delicious. Anyway, my point is, we also ended up in Asda, How the Mighty Fool. We ended up in Asda two days ago, and he also was very happy with his 28p birthday cards. And I thought, how much? Oh, yeah, get a few. Get a catwalk, would you? Because, you know, the, so the highs and lows of cons- the consumer spectrum, he's been enjoying them all. You know, why shouldn't he? Oh, that's much the best. Much the best. Don't get too comfortable, son, in Harrods. I know. You know, one of um, our listeners, she's an avid listener, told me the other day that she listens to our podcast when she's in her sauna. Yes. I love that. She has a sauna in her house in the so. top floor. And she says she loves to sing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Here, so comes, here comes that tickly cough. She's back again. She's back. It's so, We're going to have so to do a test, although, oh, who knows? You can't and then not what? do a show. And then, I don't and know. Then what? Just don't tell me. Anyway, she's got a sauna in the top of her house. And she likes to listen to us because she finds music too agitating. You know, mm-hmm. the beat, it just gets too hot. She finds anything sort of overly intellectual similar. Sure. She just gets her a bit hot and sweaty. And she says, Mother Funk is just, hits just the right note. Turgid, she says, trash, just perfect. Very little. Banal chat about yeah. Nish. Two friends, factoids. two old friends who spend too much time two with middle-aged each other. Two middle-aged friends. Yeah, I hate you. the fact you keep calling me middle-aged, but I suppose I, I am. do it because it annoys you. But it um, also, you know, you just wish away your years and I'm just clinging on to those who have just flown by. Like, what would you say you were? Would you say you were mid-40s? Um, not yet. I will next year. I did have okay. to ask the willing partner whether I was 44 or 45, couldn't recall. I think you just sort of lose track and interest. Okay, but you wouldn't age. say you were mid-40s. 
No, but if someone said, are you mid 40s? I wouldn't say no. Okay. I'd say, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I suppose I am. I, no, I would advertise 30s. it. I say I'm late 30s. Well, you're a liar. Well, yeah, I am. But it makes me feel, I just feel comfortable there. I don't feel comfortable to start saying I'm sort of early 40s. Yeah. Don't 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 think for one moment I feel in my skin mid forties. Of course I don't. Which reminds me of my late auntie Irene. She wasn't she wasn't actually related to me, but she was my next door neighbour, and we were very very close because she knew us since we were born, and we spent most of our time in her house. But she never married, never had kids, and had that and I remember her telling cat, me that horrible cat. It was a very bitey, scratchy cat, oh. muffin. And I remember her telling me, and bear in mind it was a fifty year age gap, but we spent a lot of time together. And she was trying to tell me when I was in my twenties. She died in her eighties. That. I was her best friend. And I thought, well, that's odd because um, I view you as my auntie. I didn't say this out loud, I thought it in my head. I do view you as my auntie. And she says, you're my best friend. And I know you're considerably younger than me, but in my heart and in my head, I'm the same age as you. She goes, I feel it. And, you know, so I want to sweet. do the same things you do. And it is so sweet. And I, and now I'm starting to, you know, I think of her. I always think of her. And I start to uh, remember that conversation because... I don't, of course, I don't feel mid 40s. And of course, when the kids and I've had a hard day like today, I feel somewhat in my 70s. 70s, but, yeah. But, you know, when, when one's health is, you know, okay and we're feeling, you know, energized, of course, you don't feel mid 40s. That's terrifying. That's halfway through. I, I feel considerably younger. But yeah, I always think of her saying, like, oh, gosh, from your 80s, I mean, you're one foot in the grave and you're, and you're saying that. You feel, yeah, 25 is what she always said. She felt, I, she said, I will never not feel 25. I think part Good of the reason her. it's 25 is because she never married or never had kids. And they, so so those, always... sort of, those things sort of wear you down, don't they? Marriage and kids. Well, they age you, don't they? They Marriage absolutely and kids. age you. Well, that's very sweet. We, we, we remember Irene fondly. Okay, so I watched Everyone Else Burns. Have you watched um, Extraordinary? I knew you were going to see if I'd done my homework. Had you? Have you? No, because I've been watching um, some sort of porn series set in Mississippi, but less said about that, the better. Okay, well, I'll, I've stuck to my side of the bargain. I know. Apologies. Okay. Apologies. Well, what did you think? Uh, well, I watched two quickly last night, <laughs> and I actually think that the setup is rather charming. I thought that the family were rather enjoyable. I like their dynamic. I like their all respective views, wants, needs. I thought it was really pleasing. You know, um, mm. I thought, yeah, I thought Kate O'Flynn was lovely in it. I think she she's is, always very she? good. She's such a reliable actor. And um, I love the fact that the director, what Shirley and I know, he actually gave himself a cameo, which was fun. Did you notice that? What is that in Act 2? Yeah. No, really quick at the door. Okay, no, I thought it was good. It. I, I enjoy it and I can understand why it works. I think it's an interesting concept. And he's a he's also rather good, isn't he, Simon Bird? Yeah, he is. It's very watchable. It is very watchable. Will you return to it? Uh, yeah, I probably will. I think my husband wants to see it because of Kate, but um, so I can let him get on with the first couple and then we can sort of sync up together. Although he's out every night these days. He's at the theatre. So, it, yeah, but it will happen. I know I enjoy. I absolutely enjoy. Eva Green, do you know what's been going on with her? I'll just give you a recap because you probably won't know much about the situation anyway. I do. Have, so. Go on then. Do Go you? All right, then. fine. Eva Green, 42, due to play the lead role in the film. The film collapsed. So now she's suing the film company, 800000 you know, for the fact that she says she still owed the money that they had promised her. 
the film company have sued her saying that they just saying that her expectations were out of control. But what was very funny were the exchanges, the texts that she sent to her agents talking about fucking inexperienced, pretentious morons. And then there's another good one here. Shitty peasants from Hampshire. That was one of the texts. Shitty peasants from Hampshire. And then when they said, listen, what do you think of that? She said, listen, I'm not rude. I'm just French. And actually, it's kind of on point, isn't it? It's just so French. She goes, listen, I'm just being French about it. And you go, well, fair enough. Let's call the whole thing off. But I love her for it. It's pretty bold. I've been sort of scanning over all of that. But it's so her. But I mean, you can't just say I made all this money. At the same time, you know, apparently she made ridiculous demands on the production company. Which you can imagine. Well, well watch this space. Who knows? But the thing you is... Don't you don't take... ask, you don't get. You don't ask, you don't get. But at the same time, you know, you take a company like that to court. They then take you to court. Everyone's out of pocket and it just looks ugly. Look at what's her name. Amber Turd. And oh, what's his name? Oh, Sausage. Sausage and Amber Turd. Sausage of the, think... of the Caribbean. Yeah. No, no one comes out of that looking good. Don't air your dirty no, laundry. It's ugly. It's ugly. I was once told by a solicitor, my solicitor, I was in a legal battle with uh, an old neighbour. He is still lurking around and causing me grief, but I'm no longer sort of uh, ensconced in lawyer bills. But he told me it is rarely, rarely worth Mm. taking on a legal case. And because I was just sending him checks every month and we became quite close. (laughs) I know. He just said, listen, I know I shouldn't be telling you this because this is my bread and butter, but it is rarely, rarely worth it. Just really think of how else you can achieve some sort of reconciliation or peace with yourself, even though, you know, they win. It doesn't matter what, 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 he's the principal though. He's the principal. He says it doesn't matter because I've seen people lose their homes, lose their marriages, lose absolutely everything. And what what is, what is worth fighting over? What is it? No. Name, name the thing that's worth it. I was fighting over a garage. He said, hey, you're fighting over a garage. You're spending so much money over a little piece of land. Is it worth it? And at the time, I just thought, absolutely, yes. But now when I, with hindsight and distance, I said, of course it wasn't worth it. What on earth was I doing? I should have just given him what he wanted. Exactly. But, but then you don't want to always do that. I get that. But look at Wagatha Christie. The, the Wagatha Christie. I know I keep going on about it. But, you know, everyone's so interested about it. They made a play and also a TV show. I'm just saying it happens all the time. When will we learn? Eva, calm down. It's too late now. I find it really hard at the moment to carve out time to do my meditations. And it's something that I used to do before child number two quite regularly. Mm. I've really gotten a rhythm of daily meditations and um, daily yoga, just like, 10, 15 minutes, a yoga, a daily yoga, nothing, nothing at the moment. But I have the last few days got back into my meditation and I did purchase the Calm app just before Christmas, a lifetime they they had a deal on because otherwise it's like 30 quid a month and that's another, that's just another bloody bill on top of all the other subscriptions. But I had this lifetime deal and I thought, no, I'm going to do it. And then it just sat on my screen and I didn't do anything but they've got loads of things on there you have a daily meditation you have a da- daily wisdom you have a daily stretch and loads of sort of sleeping tapes you know they they keep updating it it's really is it an English voice or an American voice it's a very well it depends the daily daily calm is uh Tamara Hewitt those who have got the calm app know her she's quite irritating in American yeah I, I don't, don't mind her I but could. many do and then the Daily J, he he does all the psycho wisdom stuff. He's actually, I think he's actually from like London, but his accent annoys okay. me more I than couldn't, Tamara's. I couldn't listen to either of those two any more but than I don't think people can listen to our dulcet tones. But I got, you know, who yeah. needs that? Fair in enough. Their, fair in enough. Very, very few of these voices I can tolerate, actually. 
But it's amazing as soon as you start listening, guys, I urge you, you know, if you can find time just to do a guided meditation, it just completely changes your outlook on the day. I haven't meditated Um, since I was at school. I mean, drama school, which was what, 2007. I wish. I really I, just I know it's it's just I do it basically in the morning. So basically, my bladder wakes me up around five five thirty. The kids are still sleeping, but my bladder wakes me up, and then I can't get back to sleep. So I think instead of just staring, worrying, and everything, just get do your meditation. I mean, I think about doing my morning pages, but then I think no, that's a step too far. Maybe when it gets warmer. But then there's these four Scandi well-being. This is not from my app, but this is just something I read. Four Scandi well-being trends to follow. I mean, you'll be familiar with the you know with the um, hey you get. You know, it's about Higgy. Hey, you get. I don't know how you get. You know, you know the. You know, you see, it's there's that that's the little book of Hey, you get. Okay. You know, it's yeah, the I... day, you know, you'll see it's like a stocking filler. It's a Danish word. You know, describes something as invoking or fostering a sense of coziness, contentment, and well-being. Do they make you know, beds? Or the hey, you get. Do they make beds? No, but you could jump into a bed and say, "Oh my gosh, this has got the hey, you get." You know, this is, you know, this is great. Is I know, no, it makes sure. me laugh, isn't it? Hey, and most people yeah. go, Higgy, it's Higgy. And actually Frozen the Musical, one of my favourite scenes in it is when they go up into the Alps or wherever they go to, the the Nordic, whatever. And um, there's a guy up there and yeah, he tells them all about Higgy and they do a dance and there's people coming out of the sauna half naked. It's completely left of field. Love it though. Anyway, five things to follow aside from Higgy is Cos. Meaning coziness. I know you're shaking my head, and she goes. I, I can't just don't know what you're talking this. about. You've gone into the ridiculous. You've, you've launched into the absurd. People will know what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, go on then. But yeah, okay, the so cause, these these are... okay. Go on. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they're Scandi words. Okay, but okay. you know everyone can get on board. So cos meaning coziness. So finding um, coziness in everyday moments that could be surely a conversation with a friend, but actually picking up the phone, having a chat with a friend that makes you feel all good, or reading in bed. When was the last time you did either? Another I did. I read it this week. Did you? And did yeah. you feel cosy? Yeah. Did it feel good? It does, doesn't it? I love yeah. reading in bed. Yeah. Okay. Fika. Fika. That's coffee and cake break. Every day you should have a coffee and cake break. We take coffee and cake we'll take, together. We do, don't we? And we, yeah. it makes us feel cos. Makes us feel good. It does. Makes us feel good. Here you go. Okay. Lagom. Lagom. Not too much. That literally translates into not too products, much, aren't they? No, no, no. It literally translates into not too much, not too little, and you can apply that to all aspects of life: work, booze, sex. Not too much, not too, not little. too little. Okay, okay. And I'm going to finish with live. I mean, that's outdoor life, <laughs> and that's you know reconnecting with nature. So that could be a walk, a walk, a hike, or in your case, um, sitting on a bench. It's just being outside and reconnecting. Not not racing with your buggy to get to do drop off or pick up. No, they actually specifically say you can't be on a mission. It has to be like, oh, I'm going to go out now and I'm going to have a bit of feeling of lift. I'm going to reconnect with nature. My auntie, what lives like, in Switzerland, has a lot of feeling and she just goes, <laughs> I, you know, she loves that and she, that's great for her. And I just think, but she lives in the mountains or she's not far from the mountains. No, it's but, lovely. Yeah, it's different, isn't it? Thank you very much for sharing those words with us, Shirley. And it's something to think about, isn't it? Isn't it? Back to beds. You know, 
my 18 month old is dealing <coughs> with us it's actually got ridiculous i didn't mind it until about a week ago because he's actually now like a snoring piglet at the end of the bed and he's but a is big he in guy. the bed or is he in his no, um, travel he's cot? in his travel cot and it was a joke going because travel cot is fine we'll change it in the summer but actually we're gonna have to change it beforehand because the whole point we were going to change rooms change floors etc anyway i'm looking at floor beds have you heard of these floor beds they're like montessori yes. led i've so i've got a floor bed have the you? eldest yeah that's a floor oh, bed. is that a floor bed mm. Mm-hmm. okay so i might just get him a floor bed but i don't know whether he's going to stay in there because obviously normally they go they transition into a proper cot don't they before yeah, they he absolutely a... will not stay in there let me will tell you not? from first-hand experience absolutely not no but that's part of the montessori thing exactly it's like and they have to explore and, and apparently and then the nursery he's the first to fall asleep just on a patch on the floor and he doesn't need to be touched or rocked or anything so they said he's actually he's very good at just going down and at night he's very good at going down but the reason why I like a floor bed, because I've seen ones with sort of, you know, there's sort of wooden frames with the teepee, because then afterwards they can just become a, you know, they can still stay in the room as opposed to getting rid of that and then getting something else. And it could become a fun play den for kids. You know, kids love these play dens, don't they? Oh, you know, they quickly, do. Let's make it, they do. They love to make it, they love to make it cozy. Cozy. They like to make cozy. Loads of pillows, you know. Do you know what I mean? Play hide and seek. Yeah, yeah. So I absolutely. thought it's one of these things that I could buy and then justify buying it by keeping it and making it fun for when they get they upgrade to their bigger room. I think it's a great idea. And I think you just have to accept that with any of these things, there's initial sort of transi- transition period where he will be getting out. He'll, he's going to be excited. He's going to be up exploring. Wow, there's no bars. Yeah, maybe no bars on this. And then he's saying that. I'm just thinking it's a terrible idea. I mean, it, will be really, I, it was really awful for us just in the beginning. And then it just became, you know. Yeah, I'd need to get something. Actually, I'm going to launch straight into my dead duck. My bath time routine this evening. Now, it's the third time I've done it this week by myself because usually I'm there in the bath and my husband helps me as I'm taking them out. My my youngest is splashing. He's drinking the bath water. He's absolutely causing havoc. Then he got out of the bath and he shat all over the floor and then he started skidding in it from left to right. I'm quite no, hysterical. Yeah, I was quite hysterical. I then put him in the shower. My youngest, My eldest gets out. And they both start messing, mucking around, mucking around, as in trying to leave the bathroom. I was going, stop it, just stop right. And I just lost my mind. I absolutely lost my mind because I didn't have any wipes in there. I had to put the other one in the shower. And I thought, this no. is exhausting. This is no. absolutely exhausting. I just couldn't, I just couldn't cope. And my youngest just absolutely loves it. He's like a rugger bugger in the making. He loves it. Drinks all the bath water, shits on the floor, doesn't care. He's up and down the... You know, it's just, it's too much. He was just covered in it and he was just laughing. Those two white front teeth were just going back and forth. He just loved the mayhem. He's like the little baby out of Cocomelon. Yeah, exactly what he's like. And then when I finally get him cleaned up, he then starts launching onto my eldest and starts biting. My eldest is hysterically crying. And my youngest thinks it's hilarious, then grabs his hair and starts putting it back and forth and just getting more and more aggressive. He's like, he was like a monster. Anyway, this went on for about 45 minutes, on, you know, in the bathroom, then upstairs in the bedroom, then I'm trying to separate them out. That's like his version, an 18 months old. That's like his version of going out and going large, isn't it? Yeah. Just going out, getting absolutely tanked. Loved it. Getting in a fight, you know, snogging some girls. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. yeah that's, and you that's can't his equivalent. Any... And then I saw him downing baby oil on the corner, on the side, in his bedroom, because the lid was off. He had the best of times. Oh. Yeah, good night out it. that was. Yeah, and now he's now he's just passed out cold like a piglet. It has to change. I don't know what to do about this bath time. You know, it's a two man job. We'll do what our parents did and just bath us once a week on a Sunday. Dip them in a bidet once a week. 
Do you have a dead duck? Are you okay at the moment? My dead duck is that my son's got an ear infection. He's just at home in my face every day. He's such and a I've mini you, though. I looked at him today and it's, you were both, they, I bumped into them. They were on the way back from the pharmacy and you just had the same coat on. You've got exactly the same hair and the same cheeky face. And I go, yeah, hilarious. So he looks exactly like you at the moment. You've got exactly the same face head. <laughs> same head face. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose. But are we planning to, is and he joining us tomorrow, for rehearsals tomorrow? No, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be at home again. Okay. But uh, I won't be, so who cares? Who cares? See ya. Yeah, bless Winner, winner. Mommy. Winner, winner. You know, today was stressful. And today is only an example of what the last few days have been like. But it, you do feel a sense of achievement when you manage to just get everything. Because I've oh, been yeah. doing castings when my daughter is sleeping, getting that on tape, editing, doing, you know, and really having to um, find, you know, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there. I need to read the whole script in this little gap. And there's not many gaps in our day. There just aren't. And so I feel quite chuffed because... Um, all of the sort of the all of the sort of really busy stuff is now out the way, and yeah, I did it all. Um, whether I did a good job or not remains to be seen. But um, I did everything I was supposed to do, and I really didn't think that I could physically do it in the time I had, especially with both children at home. So yeah, quite chuffed with myself there. I think you should be chuffed with yourself because actually the problem is is that no one really congratulates you on the juggle, the daily juggle. They don't. No one really cares. There's no one there to complain to. No one really cares. But actually, I agree with you. I actually also think you probably got the job. <coughs> you probably also got COVID, but you've probably <laughs> you've probably got the job. And I, I just think. Oh, know, Shelley's talking about this casting. I was, and rarely do I say I'm ten years too young. But, but thanks, Shelley. No, but what I mean is, you know, it is difficult to juggle. It's difficult to get yourself in the headspace. Like go for, you know, do these. Shelley doesn't go in in person castings. I do. I do all the in in person. I don't do any over Zoom ever. I did a Zoom yesterday and it was for an ugly mum and watch this space because I think really, really sort of big grotesque features, really close up and she just... It didn't um, say ugly mum, they wouldn't say that. No, just as a really, just they want you to just sort of, a mum, tired mum, collapses on a sofa, really get ugly, they say, don't worry about, you know, get the chin on the chest, legs open, we want this to be unflattering. I said, I can do that. No wasers, in the bag. In the bag. no. That's not you, Shirley. That's not you. My winner winner is quite boring, but I'll tell you, I did my CV. It was the first time I've looked at my CV since 2015. It took me three days to do it. And obviously I then had to send it over to my husband as an editor. And he just laughed out loud and then cried quietly. It took so long. Um, but it's tough because I'm all over the shop. I've done so many things and none of it's linear. I can't remember what I got for my GCSE results. They've, they actually asked in one of the application forms. I, I don't know. I just know they weren't very good. I can't remember what subjects. I Because you've lied so many times well, on that I just, cheats visa. I can't remember what I've done for A-levels. So I didn't write down my A-levels. My husband was like, what do you talk? You have to, you must have I just idea. knocked them up a grade on a Yeah, I wouldn't remember what I actually got. No, I just I all I my... remember what I started with. I can't remember what I ended with. I know that I'm good at languages. So I could just, yeah, but you can't, I can just say French and German all the way. And I know I, I didn't do, yeah, French was really hard for A-level, as was German. You know, it's not like ich liebe dich and that's it. No, it's a lot. Anyway, my point is, it's been it's been up and down, but at least now I have a CV. I, what I'm what I'm going to do? What with will it, you do know. with your CV? Use it as Rizzler paper. I don't know. Who needs a CV these days? But apparently, it's worth having one. She dropped her security number. It was written on the back of a Rizzler. 
he won't get you eighty pound for the week. Oh, no, you won't get you eighty pound for the week. Do you remember that? that? I don't. Yeah, I do, but I don't know if it. I think we made up eighty pounds. I mean, outrageous. Yeah. Um, guys, thank you so much. Thank tuning you. Tuning in to chewing out. We and got, next time we come live to you, we will be. It will be from Leicester. We're gonna do. We're gonna record our next podcast from Leicester. Shirley's. Yeah. You I'm say excited. that. Well, what time are we gonna do that? Early morning. Yeah. Pre breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. Pre breakfast. Pre Frühstück. I love a Frühstück. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. Goodbye. Off now. Bye. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.